This podcast is powered by The Plug. Are you going to let him talk to you like that, Graffiti? <laughs> Get the toast in. <laughs> what are we toasting to? Hold up, man. Do like a, like, talk a little bit and, like, I thought that's what we was just doing. Yeah, but that got kind of weird. Get the toasty. (laughs) Toast, hey, raise your cup. So, as I was saying, graffiti is our version of Teddy Riley. In what way? He liked Ted. What the? What does that mean? (laughs) No sense at all. Like Theodore. Who? That's short, Ted short for, you know what? Let me just toast. Like Alvin? Simon? Everybody raise your cup. Uh, You said Theodore. I would just like to give a shout out to everybody that has a job out there. We are in a recession. And a thing that we need to keep in in mind is that some people out there don't have jobs. But for everybody that does have a job, he made it to Friday. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) And then we work on Saturday. Oh my God! Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Watch Podcast. Everyday guys doing everyday shit. I am KP. Few of my guys here. Few of my guys don't smile at me like that. <laughs> Y'all know that man Jamel across from me. What's going on, my guy? How we doing? That man, Mr. Wilson. How what up? What up? I couldn't help but notice we got an empty chair. Man, listen. Yeah. You're dealing with black people. You know what I'm saying? You roll through it. We gonna pretend that he here in spirit. And spirit, and, and when he arrives, we'll, we'll have that conversation. <laughs> we'll let him know when he get here. But um, I think it was good that you you went to the toast with work, because like you know, being back to work after this pandemic and everything that's been going on, you got to learn to balance everything because you used to been being at home for a lot. Who was at home for two years, mm-hmm. two and a half like now, that. right? Mm-hmm. And some cats still ain't been back to the building. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it makes me question, like, work-life balance. Like, how do we, how do we balance the two? You know, do you, do you, are you the type of person who, well, I guess is what I'm asking. Are y'all the type of person who, who live to work or you work to live? Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Dre? Damn. You got, the, you got that. You hit me with a good question. I'm just curious, Do I live man. to work or do I work to work live? To live. Let's see, we wash, right? Mm-hmm. By now I'm working to live. I'm working to enjoy the fruits of my labor. There you go. Actually, I ain't got nothing to do with being washed. <laughs> I go back to my 20s and I blew all, blew all that shit every week. You got bills and shit. Yeah, but now <clears throat> I do appreciate, there's more shit outside of work to appreciate, especially uh, time with your family and time doing things that you love to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell, just anybody that's willing to listen is uh, I do what I have to do so I can do what I want to do. So if what I have to do to uh, take trips, um, uh, go golfing, go fishing, do whatever I want to do, I know I'm going to have to go to this goddamn job. To do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, you mean? what about you, Jamal? I think just like with everything we talk about on this show, it's nuanced, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I work in education and there's a saying that you, up until third grade, you're learning to read, and after third grade, you're reading to learn, right? So like as you were saying, do you live to work or do you work to live? Mm-hmm. Putting it in the same context as the, the statement I just made, 
when you're first in getting into the workforce, you're living to work, right? You got to, or you're working to live. Mm -hmm. You got to go to work so you can put gas in your car just so you can go back to work, that type mm -hmm. of thing right now. And I think now that you're, that I am, or we are later in our, in our careers, it's more of I'm able to go to work, but I still got my pay time off. I'm still going to take my vacations. I still have that work-life balance. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more, the com conversation is more nuanced than just, hey, are you living to work? Are you working to live? I think it transitions at some point in your career. Right. So with me, like y'all got different responsibilities that you need to look out for, and I don't have none of them shits. I'm what so, do you mean, Keith? I'm out here in the hood. I'm struggling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, got, I don't know what you're saying. Y'all got families and shit. Oh, I don't okay. got that shit. I'm at the crib drinking scotch, watching cartoons. On the, never mind. That's a struggle. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know what this thing. But is that's amazing. I'm, joking. I'm somewhere in between. Like, I don't live to work. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. And I don't work to live because I'm just like, I'm going to be all right. I'm, I'm going to be in these streets. So you going to give me two choices but not pick one of the two choices? <laughs> no, <Vince> sitting <laughs> ass nigga. I'm for real because I don't have, I think for me it's not, if I don't go to work, my little one won't eat. Mm -hmm. I don't have that extra push of my wife is going to be pissed if I don't bring home a check. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have that extra. But I understand how you can live in a certain light where I need to go to work because I have all these yeah. responsibilities to take care of. So I, a lot of that comes off the table for me. I mean, of course, I got to feed myself. You also say you have your responsibility gotta, to yourself. You know, pay my own yeah. bills and things like that. But that push isn't there as much as it is for you guys. So like what you said, Jay, when we talk about us nuanced, right? So, I mean, how do you define work, mm -hmm. right? Is it putting in time or effort at um, a skill or something to get money back because some yeah you would be working but some might not consider it work if you have some folks that are blessed and lucky enough to actually uh actually have found their passion in life and are able to do that and earn an income all right, all right. you can say yeah they're working but to some they may not consider it work and but, so and so yeah. okay, i think you're Go going right into my next point you say some don't consider it work so in order to make work or your career or whatever it may be more enjoyable like is it do you lean on your co-workers you know what i mean like what's the saying uh uh jamel was talking about uh, work wife mm -hmm. or whatever and like do you have one i for one i don't think i've ever had a work wife like i didn't i don't tie myself to my co-workers that well but i know people who like i'll walk down the hall and i'll see tim is always in stacy's office every morning every noon, every day after, you know, and I can see them walk out together, then they'll go separately. Oh, they having relations. They, I but so you don't have, you never had a relationship <laughs> with a coworker that is more than just transactional? I can honestly say have out of, how long have I been in a professional, a professional career? Shit, you at least 50. <laughs> <laughs> in all my professional corporate careers, it's, I clock out at five, and I'll see y'all tomorrow. There's no conversation. Mm -hmm. There's no, I'm not going straight to this one person's office. Or if I don't see this person, my whole day is jacked up. I'm good if I don't see none of y'all. I mean, that might sound bad on my end, but I go to work. I come home. My life is outside of work. Is it means. because when you're at work, you don't want to be there? It's That's a huge that's <laughs> I think that goes back to what, kind of what Dre was saying, though. Like, I think I am one of the lucky few who actually loves my job right I've, I've met several people who are just like yo I'm, I'm, I'm at a job because it pays the bills not that I would do my job for free because if you're good at something never do it for free mm -hmm. but 
I, I would do my job. If, I, if money was no object, I would go back to my job tomorrow. Right. Right? Um, but to your point, I, I think there is something to be said about work relationships that are necessary to being able to, for lack of a better word, survive mm-hmm. the day-to-day, right? You need somebody that you can vent to. For example, I don't want to have something that happened at work and then I go home and vent to my wife and she have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But if there's somebody at work that I can talk to and they understand exactly what I'm going through, mm-hmm. I think that is essential to being able to do your job successfully. Right. And so, let me, I don't hate my job. It's just not like. You just don't like it. I don't like it. Like, you I'm, said hate. I'm good at my job. <laughs> I'm, I do my job to the best of my ability and I'm always gonna do bring a hundred at my mm-hmm. job. But I'm not waking up in the morning, yes. Let's go to work. And I know some people are. I think there are some people who use their job as, you know, my coworkers are my friends. Because I know people who say we are at work. I think there's a stat about we're at work half our lives and we're actually on our own lives less than we are at work or something Mm -hmm. like that. So while I'm there, I want to build good relationships and this and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I get the work wife, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm cool with my coworkers. Um, if we have the little work happy hours, I'll go have a beer with them or whatever, whatever. But you ain't going to see me with, like, gym and marketing on a Saturday. At, <laughs> I was about to ask, yeah. like, if, if you stop working there, would uh-huh. those relationships continue? Exactly. You're making my point yeah. there. I'm cool with them. I got a great rapport with them every day. Hi, bye, all those types of things. But mm-hmm. once that, that job stops, I can't see myself still communicating with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But do you communicate? So you've had call it four or five different jobs. Mm-hmm. Like you're still in your career, but you have four or five different. Tell them all my business. <laughs> you've had four <laughs> or five different uh, businesses that you've worked for. Mm-hmm. We'll say that, right? Do you still keep in contact with people from the first business you've ever worked no. for? The first one, hell no. The last one, I still talk to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But like any of them before that. Why do you still talk to no. them now? I think it's because maybe it's because the relationship is still fresh. You know what I mean? It, this It's only been, you know, a pocket of time mm-hmm. since I was at that last company. So uh, f- there's a pocket of those people that I, they're still like a, hey, we're all going to get together for a beer type of thing. But there's no, like, day-to-day conversation. They have no clue what's going on in my life right now. What about what, what about you, Dre? There was, let's see, going, damn, way, way back. I'm like, what I do at this job? What I did the last job? Been in a few places. But, uh... You kids, quit slamming my goddamn door! Damn! Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com That's theplug-agency.com Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think we're, human beings, we're, we're social creatures, right? And so now that we're talking about our work relationships and just our, our need to socialize in, in some way, mm-hmm. right? Even talking about like being cool with somebody. Take that back to, to grade school, right? And you being in certain... Uh, groups of friends or clicks and, you, and then I feel bad because you think about the, <laughs> the kids that did not have friends mm-hmm. and are depressed and going through a whole bunch of shit. But then take, take your school experience and bring it into your adult life, right? So instead of at school, you at work. At work, you need some kind of relationship. Right, right. So I can see where but you can have one. Right there, go, go you ahead. need some type of relationship. So of course, you're gonna have a relationship with these people because you see them every day, well, eight hours a day. Well, let me go like, so when in school, right, that you still had different relationships, right? Some people on this level, some people on that level. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about work, the, the work girlfriend or the work wife, that there may be one or two or three, depending on who you are, no judgment. So that, that work person. Then you got some people that you, you cool with, you can give them like a little more influence to your, your actual personal life. Right. Right, there's that meme like, I forgot what the meme was, but uh, it was something like, you know, I, I have nigga thoughts. <laughs> I can't be going around. I can't yeah. be going around saying my nigga thoughts, thoughts in this in this yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. So there's some people that like you might they might get a peek. Yeah. They might get a peek into who Dre is outside of work, and then you got other people like, hey, hey Jim. Hey Jim. Yeah. So there maybe that's it. Maybe so if well, I was to back up, there are not currently, but at the last gig, there were uh, this pocket that I still talk to. They saw, they saw KP. They, mm-hmm. they, everyone else saw Keith. Hey, how you doing? What do you need? I'm out. And then some people, I'd be like, man, I might drop a jig in on them every now and then, <laughs> like stuff like yeah. that. Then they'll be like comfortable with it. And that's a pocket, like a small yeah. pocket. But that again, going back to the wife thing, I don't think there's a a female that is just like I talk to. Every day, because that's what or, I mean. Or a male, or a male. However you want to do. There's no judgment on this show. <laughs> How like there was not one person that was like my jig that I go to daily. I, I get my coffee in the morning and go right to their office and start you know gossiping. And stuff I, like that. I think there's levels to it though, right? There is a work wife, mm-hmm. and then there's like some there's an extra level to the shit, right? So let me, for example. The stat I was I wanted to bring up because you guys always know I got stats. Mm-hmm. According to NBC News, seventy uh, percent of office workers currently have or have had a work spouse, and seven percent of those folks have crossed the line with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So my point there being is fuck it. <laughs> yeah, or I, an emotional whatever, line. Whatever, whatever crossed the line <laughs> could is, be an emotional right? line. Yeah. But there is somebody at work who is your confidant, who is maybe not your work wife, but your work best friend, mm-hmm. or your work best coworker, or somebody that you fuck with on a level that is more so than any of your other coworkers, right? And there's somebody you get <laughs> and then, <laughs> According to this study, tell me the stats there. About the <laughs> oh, I got some more stats. I might bring that shit up later. But my point there is, 
as Dre was saying, there is a there is the human condition. The human condition says that you want to be recognized, mm. and there is somebody at work that recognizes you for who you are, and you spend time with that person. And it may not be an inordinate amount of time, but it's an extra ten minutes throughout the day, or somebody that you would. If I need an answer for something, I'm going to go to Dre. I'm not going to go to Keith because we have that 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 relationship. For example, you still my nigga, but my my <laughs> point there is that there is somebody else at work that right. you can confide in mm -hmm. and I think that is part of the human condition so then we go to that person you're confiding in mm -hmm. and since we're all part of the human condition right should there be a, a line or something where he says like look when you don't hit them cheeks <laughs> it should be like look I may not need to delve into this situation I might need to like go find someone else who I can connect with. On like a, a romantic level is what you're talking about? Hey, you brought up the you brought up crossing the line and shit. So, so like, I think that's why I say it's nuanced. I think there's levels to this shit. Just like what Drake like, so, said that shit, there's levels to it. So if we get to if we get to a point I don't know I'm doing, I'm and, doing and, right. I'm, and and I'm and I've been if able we to get to a point where we're so comfortable with each other, yeah. them cheeks get brought up. Right. Yeah, we so, got so I guess hour. that brings up the other question is then can a man and a woman be friends and just be friends? So you about to yeah, go yeah. I will say I will say for the past, still, it's in the same vein. Yeah. For the past 7 years, I've had no problem uh having relations with my work wife. Mm. Oh. Having relations with your work wife. Oh, yeah. cuz you guys work at the same. Oh, yeah. my bad. All I right. work with my wife. Ah, see that was stupid. So that's that cheating. That was yeah, cute. that was cheating. Hey, it's washed. I can't see. <laughs> oh, I thought we was about to get to the little juice in there. I didn't. I didn't want no part of that I shit. Like, oh. I'm not, she, I think that's hey. She not gonna fuck me. I guess up there's levels of juices. I couldn't work with my wife. I, we have a great time, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. Here, let me a anyway. quick story about working with your wife. Mm -hmm. My wife and I work at the same organization, okay. and when she first came on. We worked in the same building, in the same, yeah. basically in the same office, right? You got to see each other every day. Every day. So not only did we go to sleep at night together, mm -hmm. we'd wake up, drive to work together, work together, drive home together, and then go to sleep together. Right. At some point, it was like, look, this is a little too much you right now. Like, I don't need any more of that shit, right? So right there, yeah, it's too much you. So work relationships can go into home relationships. So is it that I use work to get away from you? Is that what you're saying? I was opposite. We was the opposite. You you enjoy that? Having that much togetherness? It was like it was like you was back in school. So no. drive to work together, but we... Cause y'all didn't y'all didn't like actually work with. No, each like other. hey, I need to. Hey, we was can you in the same parent, or can you send these faxes, or can you get this? Oh no, we didn't do that. Yeah. We was in the same building. We was actually like the same row, but we was in different or different rows, but we were on different teams. So we didn't actually work together. Mm -hmm. But every hour, hey, like you want to go, you want to go take this walk, you want to go grab some lunch. So y'all worked together, something? but y'all was separate. Y'all were. Yeah, but we rode together, vented, company. vented back to the home together, and yeah. we, but we saw each other a lot too. Uh -huh. Y'all did I that said, by choice. I think the issue. You did that by choice. You oh, didn't like. have to see her. He said he had, I, had no, to see I was in one row. She was literally in the next row. But you didn't have but to But we didn't work on work. the same yeah, projects and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah y'all, yeah. there was, was like, speaking over the cube. Hey, did you did you bring them carrots from last night? That's what you talking carrots. about. Carrots. Carrots. That's the first thing that came you, to your that's mind was carrots. Carrots. All, all this of shit. Of all the shit. <laughs> a vegan, I don't it, know. All right. Anyway. I think the other thing there, though, is the transparency you have with your significant other when it comes to these work relationships. Mm -hmm. Does your significant other know that you have 
a work wife or a work husband, right? Mm -hmm. Again, another quote. Um, this year, 13% of men say they crossed the line up to up from nine from nine percent. Seven percent of all men said their wives are jealous of their work spouse, and 11% hide their relationship from their spouse. Mm -hmm. It was very different for women, with only three percent admitting to have crossed the line, and five five percent saying that they hid their work spouse from their real spouse. Oh, fuck. I don't believe that goddamn stat. What? 13% of men across the line and 3% of women across the line? No. 3% that's of women ain't got caught. No, that's because that women are good at like not telling you shit. Uh, I don't believe that stat. That, you know, we on another whole nother anyway, episode. Anyway, anyway, anyway. My point there being, once you are hiding whatever you are doing at work from your spouse, then that's where the issue comes. I don't think there's anything wrong per se with, with having work. a work quote unquote wife, work spouse, whatever, because mm -hmm. I think that is natural and you need that type yeah. of connection or interaction at work. But then I I'll go, go ahead, real quick. Then I'll go, there is nothing wrong, but it does, you leave the door open for some shit to go wrong, right? So hear me out, hear me out. So the, the, re the reason, if we go back to these levels, you got your, your work friends. You can talk about work, you can kick it, you can, you can be yourself. If it goes to the work wife, you're looking for something extra. It's something extra where there, there's a little bit more opening up. You not only vent about work or talk about work, you talk about personal, mm -hmm. right? So if you have that highest level of the work relationship, and I'm not saying it's bad, right? But you could, one could question, speaking of the percentages on if they're threatened of it is, why do you feel you can vent to this person at that level and you can't vent to me? And that could be like, is it just time? They're there, it's convenient, and you're there eight hours a day? Or is it because you can't come to me with that? Is it nefarious or not? That's it. it it's, that Define goes into the, nefarious. <laughs> that goes into the context <laughs> of why you're talking to this said person. Because like you said, it's good that you can drive home to your wife and you both can talk about whatever went on mm. at, at work that day. Now... If I'm mad about something and Sharon happens to know the situation on why I was pissed off, of course she's going to get a better, you know, explanation or conversation or whatever it was because she was there. She saw it, all that. So if my wife got pissed off, well, why didn't you come to me? Because you didn't know shit about it. How would I come to you and be like, oh, I got mad because Craig knocked over the coffee pot and landed all Come on, Craig. And all this <laughs> other stuff. Sharon saw it. She was there. She knew Craig's an asshole. You, you just, imp oh, my baby, why did he do that to you? But your significant other ain't, ain't come to you with some, with some shit that you, won't have, you don't know nothing about, but they know they can come to you because they know you're going to have their back regardless. Uh -huh. Like, oh, no, fuck that bitch. Of you course right. you're going to have my so, back. But I think it's what Jamel was trying to say in that topic of like saying that how can you talk to them and not talk to me? You know what I mean? That's, this is why. Yeah, I, can say, I, I can understand why there would be a, they could perceive a threat. Or they would be uncomfortable with it. I can understand that. We got to talk about your confidence level, but who? <laughs> my <laughs> the relationship <laughs> is going to a place where you're upset that I'm having conversations with Sharon at work. Cause I know you about to fuck that bitch. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I think, I think <laughs> that's, that's, even that's what though, it is. <laughs> even though we're joking, I think that is real because you will have a people, people who are jealous of that connection. Yes. Yes. Regardless of where that connection comes from or whatever that connection stands on. Okay. And also, even though you don't have any um, bad intentions, some may not be able to control where that relationship goes. Uh-oh. Tell me more. What do you mean? So I if think you like so we've if you go into about. Yeah, so like all right, I I you know, we 
I have a good relationship with this person at work. Yep. I'm getting more comfortable. I, I can vent to them. I open up. I, I, I just talk about my personal life outside of work life. That can lead to, hey, I might actually, I think I might start liking this chick. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You you open the there is the that the possibility there is a risk of that door being possibility exists every day. But no, we're talking about at work to somebody you see and talk to every day. You're not talking to the same chick every single day. That's fair. You know what I mean? And like Dre said, things happen over time. You know, we kicking it after work. You know, everybody clocked out. We sitting in my office and just chilling one day. You know, and there happened to be some beers in the refrigerator. And we happened to crack one. You guys all work in like public, not public spaces. I work at a school, so there ain't no goddamn beers. When oh, beers. Home, I was like, oh, don't tell me the they ain't doing nothing. Home, that, yeah. There is no beers on campus. No, he's, he's, you, you focus on the beer. We focus on, focus on the relationship. The relationship when the kids go home and you and Miss Johnson is sitting in the kindergarten class, you know, eating the graham crackers that the kids didn't, didn't finish. A little apple juice. I say, ain't touching the dirty hey, ass crackers. I know you don't sit on that, that couch in the teacher's lounge. I know you know better than that. But after hours, <laughs> you know, that relationship, y'all talking, y'all go kiki in and jig, go all these jokes and flying and things like that. Some shit can go down. I also, I, when I was talking to my coworkers about this, because you guys know I do research for the shows. I think that it is a different conversation for different uh Hey Oh, oh look who decided to show up. How y'all doing? <laughs> How y'all doing? This you guy. Right, hey man. Hey, did everything get taken get care of? Dog, man. Everything get taken oh, care of? Of course. That motherfucker better be clean. <laughs> were you dropping the dog <laughs> off or were you picking the dog up? You don't want to know up? what happened though in the car. The nigga threw up on my daughter's leg. Oh, oh man. Oh, let's just take a towel to that. So we drive and she's like, Dad. And I look down and she's like, We gotta get something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just warm. It's warm. <laughs> All right, I'll bring you in. Um, Welcome to the show. Hey, how y'all doing? Cutter, do you have a work wife? A what? A work wife. I mean, I work with a lot of women. <laughs> but so there's not is there is there is there a woman at work that you talk to? reach out to more than another probably woman was when I was in the office but it was more of me feeling comfortable because I know I'll get a good answer not more of I just I, heard a little bit what y'all said talking about life shit really mm. I think that counts though there's somebody at the office that I feel like I can get a better answer from and I know I can get the right answer and I'll get it right then and there but they are of the opposite sex yeah so then you are building by definition a relationship I work with yeah, that, that's on, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. That's not a work I'm, wife, I'm, though. I'm going somewhere. Okay, I got you. Right. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So I'm you are building that. this relationship. You are meaning to tell me that you have never shared any personal relation or personal information with the lady that you can get quality answers for at work. I mean, most likely, probably, yeah. Just depending on. I mean, first you got to make an introduction anyway. Mm-hmm. Before you're comfortable to even <laughs> right. go in like that. Right. So and there's the line crossed. Is that a line crossed? That's what Dre's was talking about a second ago, meaning um, once you break that ice. Yeah. Yeah. Free game. I said you open up the door. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I, be I, I, I'm saying be careful. I think there's a happy medium is what I'm saying. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think that it is possible to have a work wife and still not fuck your work wife. I mean, you brought yeah, I mean, that ca- up. Because there's not, only 13% I mean, of people that actually <laughs> fuck only 13. <laughs> Five <laughs> court and women only. you going to be walking with her, talking to her every day. Somebody's going to be on y'all's bumper. Yep. Yep. 
It's gonna look a certain way. It's gonna look, but it is what it is, though. I mean, I think, like I said, I think naturally that is the progression of things. Let me just start going with a gang of people to the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep it cordial. But, but I mean, but then at the same time, like you said, you get a good answer. Hey, how the fuck do I? How do I do this shit on Excel? Mm -hmm. Steve don't know. Janet knows. Let me go talk to Janet. Janet, hey, how are the kids doing? Oh, the kids are great. And the next thing it turns into, well, how's Bill doing? Oh, Bill's an asshole. Well, Bill's Janet's husband. Now you guys are talking about personal shit. Right. That shit's just natural progression. And so I know when Janet got up and, and walked around to the bathroom, I know one of y'all was looking at her. <laughs> Cutter, how we Janet got a fat ass. So with <laughs> work, got a fat ass. <laughs> work is a huge thing in all of our lives, and we're looking at ways on how you can balance work and life all together. And so having relationships at work is one way that we get by of going to a nine to five every day, all day, every day. How do you deal with it? Like, is Shit, you spend majority of your time with the people you work with. I said that earlier, yeah. That's, and I mean, you're building rapport with them. Right. Kind of more than what you're doing anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Cause you're there all the mm-hmm. damn time. So I mean, it's, you gotta balance it, but unless you have a balance where you can do kind of what you want at work, you know what I mean? like school events or something you got to leave mm-hmm. and you know they're not tripping now that's that's good but then when you got to beg somebody to let you go or something like that that mm-hmm. could turn into a problem well I, that kind of what I was saying when this late-ass nigga walked in <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really depends on the industry that you work in again right. I work in the school so I feel like it is a more emotionally I don't want to say emotionally taxing but more emotionally connected our job than somebody who works in finance mm-hmm. right Finance, what are these numbers, what is this number? Hey, me for me, it's like this kid's been kicking my ass all week. Oh, well, yeah, I talked to his mom. We're talking about more personal stuff than somebody that's working at a bank, per se, mm-hmm. right? So I think it really depends on, I also think, this is why it's such a nuanced conversation, uh, uh, the industry that you work in contributes to the level of personal connections that you have at work, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. I think... Yes, the the type of business that you do can judge how you can judge the day. You know what I mean? Like mm. you said, I think we were talking about call centers or something like that before we we started recording. And Everybody's all. fucking in call centers. <laughs> what is? Why you keep going back to fucking? Everybody. I mean, that's what that's you worked in a call center. <laughs> you yeah. was fucking somebody in that call center. <laughs> yeah. uh, I right. was in there working to be the best. At right, fucking 16. saying hello, your <laughs> 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 hello right. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. following that script. The environment <laughs> can <laughs> judge. The environment yeah. can judge how how things play out. So, you know, I think we 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 beat into the head about having you know relationships, whether it be mm-hmm. work wife, somebody you get them cheeks from, as Jamel you keep bringing. I don't up. keep saying cheeks. You keep saying cheeks. Yeah, you. I digress. Go ahead. Go ahead. Slight like correction. So relationships. Hold help on. You. you can't use the R word. Relationships help you. you. So what easy. about how do we get by with? Uh, I think we brought up PTO at one point. Like, yeah. Do, do you take vacations? Because mm. I know people at work who don't. They, they just, just build it up. I don't understand that. Some places I don't pay understand. you out and stuff like that. So they're just like, I'd rather just Some get people like that, though, they really don't have a life, though. Yeah. That like, goes back no to your family. Nothing. Yeah. nothing. No like, friends. To, no nothing. nothing. Yeah. So oh. their work is their life. Or the ones with the family, like, I got to get away from them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I think this is nuance because I talked to some coworkers about this shit as well. But I think it also depends on where you are in your career. Mm-hmm. When I first started my job, I was 
the way that my job operates, I need to be there after school. I need to be there on weekends. And I was the first one to volunteer. I was always out there, so on and so forth. After I had a kid, I'm like, I don't want to be here after mm -hmm. six o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that once you're you're young, you're ambitious, you want to prove yourself, you're out there working as hard as you can. Mm -hmm. Once you're progressing to your career, your priorities change. Right. So I think that uh, not taking any time off or whatever, whatever, really depends on where you are in your career and what you're trying to establish at that point. It's so, not even at what point in your career. I think it also is really what your goals are because you can be at any point in your career but if you are let's say you were at upper management level that's pretty high but let's say you want to go to to the c-suite mm -hmm. you still want to go you right so there. so what, like I said, can't take no time off no yeah. i'm saying like the, we're talking about the balance what you're speaking to priorities about priorities is where maybe i prioritize being at being at the sea level or making a certain salary in mm -hmm. in my career and i may prioritize that over family so that's going to mean i'm not going to take pto i'm going to work 60 80 hours a week i'm going to sacrifice my time for family because this is where my priority is that's and then i would say crazy. that's not that's not a <laughs> definitely that's not a work-life balance that's work winning out but that's that person's choice right is to is to put more work over anything outside of work. You think that's healthy? Fuck no. Depends on the person. If you're used to it, or you just you have that goal that you just if have to. If that's your goal, if that's what you want to do. Because mm -hmm. you look like a lot of. I don't know about all that. Well, a lot of like, well, I, I hate to say successful, but mm. a lot of people that that have uh, achieved, I guess, that are well known. Mm -hmm. Successful um, at business. At anything pick, pick an industry pick, anything. pick any industry like people at the top that are well known that are very successful they, they, they did have to sacrifice, sacrifice time especially in times our most valuable resource they sacrifice that time away from everything. family kids yeah. friends health I, <laughs> like that, that's where they put their time <coughs> in i also think that and i think there is something to be said about the gender dynamic here as well mm -hmm. right i think that when men put in the extra work, stay late, do all that other stuff, they are hard workers, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then when a woman does it, oh, you're neglecting your family, you're a bad mom, you're a bad whatever the fuck it is, right? I think there is a <laughs> undertone I or a... I've never heard that one. You, I, no, I, I, but I think, I think I it's real. There's, get it. No, I think, <laughs> no, but I think there, is, there, there is a gender dynamic yeah. that, that is uh, rarely addressed, but I think we should, is when, when folks are like... 911. What's your emergency? Yeah, somebody's just broke into my house. Okay, we'll get a unit over shortly. Okay, please hurry. Real quick, can you verify your race for us? I'm black. No, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm white. I'm. I'm full white. Okay, can you answer a few questions just to confirm? Okay. Okay, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. Nice. Did OJ do it? F yeah, he did it. Okay, who's the best boxer in the United States? Jake Paul. King of R&B. Justin Bieber. Okay, last question. Say ask. <clears throat> X. Oh, fuck. No, hey! Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Or we talked about this not too long ago about like somebody at work who is intimidating, a female at work who's intimidating. Mm -hmm. You think that she's intimidating because she's at work or she's made it to this level or whatever, but we're never thinking that she's also a mom or she's also a really good wife or maybe she's not because she has to be at work all this time. I, my point there is there's a gender dynamic that doesn't get addressed a lot. Can I would say that. Go ahead. Can you tell how a person is at home from how they are at work? So like if you see someone at work, can you be like, well, you a cool motherfucker or you're a, this motherfucker's an asshole. You know I'm what an, I mean? I'm an asshole because I'm like, that motherfucker weird here. I know he weird at home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So, oh, that's. No. I think I, it's I, hard to tell. I think, I think it, and this is going to sound fucked up. I think at certain levels of your job, it's easy to tell, and other levels of your job, it's hard to tell. If you are at the, uh, uh, you don't think people put on an act? No, I think I think people put on a pet. They definitely have a facade at the higher echelons of work, right? But if you're just one of the one of the lower level folks, mm-hmm. if that nigga's a weirdo, he's a weirdo. But if you're a weirdo and you're at the C-suite, you're a weirdo, and nobody knows that you're a fucking weirdo. And I think that goes into what um, we was talking about a second ago when we were talking about um, sacrificing things to get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. I think people who sacrifice their whole lives to get to the C-suite level, to become the boss, become the CEO, and all these types of things, they can come off as weird because they didn't interact coming from the bottom. They didn't mm-hmm. go out and coming from the bottom. They, mm-hmm. they lost relationships with friends and family. They lost all these things so that they mm-hmm. can get this title. And I think at the end of the day, I kind of was curious about that when I thought about this topic about work-life balance. Like, do you sacrifice everything for your job? It, whether it be yeah. goals, whether it be I don't have anything else to do, uh, uh, or what it may be. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You, again, you have to prioritize what your goal is, mm-hmm. where you ultimately want to be. You can't put... 40 hours a week on the job, and that's, um, I, that came off negative as shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, like 40 hours is the standard, right? If I put 40 hours a week at, at my job, and I'm like, yo, this, and I bust my ass them 40 hours. Right. <clears throat> Still, I'm only there eight hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you aggregate, if I work 60 hours a week over time, someone's gonna see I'm putting more work in. Allegedly. <laughs> well, should be, right? It's not all quality work, right? But if if, if you put your <laughs> if you put your time and or effort into anything, you're going to reap the reward of that. So yeah. if I'm not putting as much time and effort into my work, I'm not going to reap the reward of that. That and that could be your corporate nine to five job. Mm-hmm. That can be on your on your business, business if you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. 
Same with your family. If you're not putting your time into your family, you're not going to get the reward of that. There's only so much time. Go ahead, Jamil. I was going to say, there's, uh, have you guys heard of this new, new phenomenon of quiet quitting? Yes. It's the, the idea is that people are no longer going, the better way to say it is, people are acting their wage. Right? Mm, yeah. You only pay me to be here this amount 40 hours a week. Yeah. I'm not going to work that 60 Above hours a week because you're not paying me to do that. That's now, new? So or the, there's a name for it. There's, there's a, a, name, there's a name, for name for it. For it. But, but, no, the concept <laughs> is, is like, hey, when you get to work, you put 110% in. You work extra hard so somebody can notice you and so on and so forth. As opposed to like, hey, like, nigga, you guys aren't paying me to, to be here 110% of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to be here a hundred percent of the time, right? Yeah, and but I think that you, I think there is. It I depends think that, on how they measure that too. But I think there is this. Uh, I don't even know if it's Boomer or Generation X or whomever it is. This this thought of hey, you put in the extra work and somebody's going to notice you. Mm-hmm. Whereas millennials or Gen Z or whomever the fuck it is now is just like yo, I'm only doing the work that you guys are paying me to do. Getting noticed though, that might be the hard part. But me and you going hard, so. But you're going hard and stressing the fuck out. I'm going average and nigga, I'm taking my PTO no, when you're not taking it's your more PTO. than one person going hard. Yeah. So then that's a group. Now, now how do I, you know, how, how do you go above and beyond somebody? <laughs> that person? If we're both putting 110 I mean. percent, and now, now I gotta who's going to watch? Yeah. You know and what that, I mean? So it's. And that goes back to that goes back to relationships. Goes too. back to yeah, that relationship and how much you're willing to commit to that mm-hmm. position. But to, to, to wrap it all up. I want to go around one more time, and I want you to put it all in one thing. Balanced life, relationships, the commitment, how much you're willing to give to a, to a job. Do I care if I'm getting noticed? Do I, mm. Does that matter to me? Or do I go here to get this paycheck so I can go back home to my family? You know what I mean? What do you think, Jamel? I think that um, putting in the extra work, going above and beyond is cool. Mm-hmm. I think that developing relationships with people, whether it be your work wife or whatever, developing those relationships with people will get you further than putting in at 110%. So if I'm cool with you and I know you and we've had this conversation and I'm up for a promotion and the guy next to me is up for a promotion, I'm more likely going to get that promotion because I have a personal connection with you rather than the person who, now if you're doing numbers, numbers, okay, cool, whatever, right? But if we're close enough, that relationship's going to put you over the top more than the numbers is going to put you over the top. Right. Relationships are big for me. I'm a big relationship person. Go ahead, Dre. I agree. I agree with that. But also, it's you can't like, and not saying you were doing this, you can't say yet relationships are important, but then this one is, I guess, not as important, Mm -hmm. doesn't have as much value. Relationships do hold hold greater value, but man, that the actual work, the the sweat equity holds a lot of value. So that's real. I can have a good relationship. You You can give me a deal, but if I don't back that deal up, with some actual fucking work, then the deal falls apart, right? Mm So moving up opportunities, yes, it's all about relationships, but you need to back it up with actual work. So when it comes to work-life balance, it depends on that individual's goals Mm -hmm. and what they prioritize. If that person prioritizes work, either they work as their escape, they actually enjoy it, Mm -hmm. or they have goals in the future to do something, all right, they're going to tend more to the work side. If life, like let's say, look, I'm on the weekends, I want to spend time with my family. At 6 or 7 o'clock, I want to, I want to be with my wife. I want to work out, have some quiet time, just, just honestly some me time. <laughs> so if I value that more, then I'm going to lead more towards the life. So I think it is 
something to be said for at least me, my own personal mental health. Right. It's to be. Damn, I, I do have a talker. A, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fucking talk. Wrap <laughs> that shit up. <laughs> no, I'm a. I'm a wrap up on my time. But no, like for me personally, is is. I try to get it as close to the middle, right? I still have goals at work, so I'm putting, you know, 100% effort in that time. But I do know when to say, hey, it's this time, my phone is not available. There you go. Go ahead, brother. You, you making him shut up. Yeah, nigga. You better give I me agree. a good one, too. I agree. <laughs> For sure, I agree. But I look at it as, if you're, like, if you're going, if you want to go above and beyond, of course, you're going to do that. But in the long run that family's gonna always matter but if you're going hard in the long run you ain't gonna have to do too much and you can spend more time with your family on the back end and I think that's a good catch mm -hmm. but you know what I mean it just depends like what he said that individual and where he wants to go as a human being in the corporation in relationships outside life I mean me personally I'm not trying to stay 60 hours right I mean, for what? Mm -hmm. I mean, especially if you're doing repetitive shit, that's different too. Who wants to do the same shit? Hmm. Unless I'm now I'm asking the manager or somebody above, what you got for me? Right. You know, something that's more challenging. But there it goes again. I'm trying to step my game up to get that, to get acknowledged. Step, you know, step on somebody's toes like shit. Mm -hmm. Like he said, nigga, you going hard? Well, shit, fuck it, nigga, I gotta go harder. I got you. But it's, I don't it's both. It, it, it's fifty-fifty to me. So I think I'm in agreement of that piece. I think it all it depends on oneself. Like I think you need to take a step back and look at what you want in life, and then evaluate it with a broad lens. Mm. So like, let's say yes, I want to be a C level. I want to be the man. I'm trying to be that. So I want to bust my ass and do everything I can. So I'd say to that person, yes, bust your ass, do everything you can. But on your way up build relationship, make mm -hmm. friends, talk, call your wife, I'm working late, play with your kids on the weekend, and let them know, hey, dad's gonna be at work, mom's gonna be at work, bust your ass, but be aware, there's a fucking world around you, like, mm -hmm. hey, don't lose yourself you trying to get this title, this status, and things like that. And for the people who, you know, I wanna enjoy my life, I work there so that I can use that, that income to play with my kid, to do those things. Mm -hmm. Yes, do all that thing, but do not forget that that job is the reason why you can do, <laughs> do all, all that, that shit. shit. So go to work, make good relationships, have fun, but then know, hey, I got, I'm going home today. Mm -hmm. And uh, make that known, hey, on, I enjoy my, my family time. I'm gonna give you 100%, but at five o'clock, like you said, the phone's going off, <laughs> and I'm having fun <laughs> with my people. So I think it's, it, it's up to you on how you walk into the situation. Just be aware of this other shit going on around you. So just mm -hmm. real fast, in that call center. Damn, think, blood, you be talking. <laughs> <laughs> but in that call center, it's 5 o'clock. You going to answer that last call to get acknowledged or are you getting up out of there? And that's the question that you ask yourself, and that's basically what it I'm is. I'm getting up out of there. You yeah. bust it down Because that's going like to turn into 15, 20 minutes. That's going to be a long time. Yeah, I'm, out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Bringing it all back, but that's the jig. Confu con choosing what you choose to do knowing the consequences after that. But on that note, we wash, but we end this together. And Peace. on time. Fuck you. <laughs>